Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 92 is entitled The 23rd Psalm, Part 1. Probably every Christian is familiar with what is sometimes referred to as the Psalm of David. Considering there are 150 psalms, to be referred to as the Psalm of David is a clue to its universal appeal. In this and the following podcast, we shall attempt to show why it is so universal and so appealing. It is about Christ. It is the story of Christianity. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I have divided the 23rd Psalm into 15 separate concepts. In this podcast, Linda and I shall discuss concepts 1 through 4. In the next podcast, we shall discuss concepts 5 through 15. Concept number 1. The Lord is my shepherd. In Idaho and Wyoming, shepherds are common some with hundreds of sheep. Because of the wild wilderness terrain, shepherds are generally on horseback, accompanied by several highly trained sheepdogs. The very real enemies are wolves, coyotes, cougars, and mountain lions. Out on the desert, some shepherds sleep in covered wagons, exposed to the elements. Jesus, of course, is the shepherd referred to as the Good Shepherd, the Shepherd of Israel, the Great Shepherd of the Sheep. Shepherd over all the earth, great and true shepherd, chief shepherd. David refers to the Lord as my shepherd, and that is why we should all regard him our personal shepherd. David adds, Concept number two, I shall not want. We are very complex beings with many needs, spiritually, temporally, emotionally, financially, intellectually. We must distinguish among wants, needs, appetites, and desires. We have direct access to God through prayer. What other king offers that accessibility? We must ask ourselves which wants will the Lord supply? Here are eight concepts about prayer taken from the Holy Bible. One, we are encouraged to pray always. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray. Psalms fifty-five seventeen. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. Matthew twenty six forty one. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Luke eighteen one. We will give ourselves continually to prayer. Acts six four. Pray without ceasing. 
1 Thessalonians 5.17 I should sin in ceasing to pray. 1 Samuel 12.23 Watch ye therefore and pray always. Luke 21.36 2. The Father and the Son are two separate beings. Jesus instructs us to pray directly to our Father in heaven. Pray to thy Father which is in secret. Matthew 6, 6. Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask. Matthew 6, 8. After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Matthew 6, 9. 3. Pray in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever ye ask in my name, that will I do. John 14.13 Do all in the name of Jesus, giving thanks to God. Colossians 3.17 4. We may pray wherever we are. I will therefore that men pray everywhere. 1 Timothy 2.8 5. But God wants us to avoid all hypocrisy. They love to pray that they may be seen. Matthew 6, 5. Hypocrites for a pretense make long prayer. Matthew 23, 14. When ye pray, use not vain repetitions. Matthew 6, 7. Ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss. James 4, 3. 6. Though we are warned that we are not to pray amiss, that we consume it on our lust, God encourages us to pray for anything that is good, that is important to our lives. Pray for them which despitefully use you. Matthew 5:44. Whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing. Matthew 21:22. By prayer, let your requests be made known. Philippians 4:6. His ears are open unto their prayers. 1 Peter 3.12 Ask, and it shall be given you. Matthew 7.7 7. God asks us to have faith, be diligent, and strive to live worthily. He heareth the prayer of the righteous. Proverbs 15.29 Served God with fastings and prayers. Luke 2.37 Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. James 1, 6. Fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. James 5, 16. 8. Everyone is invited to pray. Whosoever shall call on the Lord shall be delivered. Joel 2, 32. Concept 3. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. The ample desert country of Idaho and Wyoming is very challenging. In the summer, when the shepherd is herding the sheep, he must find green pastures. Therefore, he must move his herd constantly. We, of course, are the Lord's sheep. What does it mean for us to lie down in green pastures? Obviously, it means those places where we will get the most nourishment, not only for our body, but also for our spirit, for our families, for our emotional stability, for our joy and happiness, and for our salvation. I suppose each must identify his or her own green pastures. But also consider chapels for the sacrament, for weekly worship, and for instructions. Consider personal sacred places for renewing our covenants, receiving revelation, and getting close to the Lord. Consider our homes and environment. Are they green pastures or are they filled with contention? 
The Lord instructs us on how to create green pastures by regular prayer, scripture study, and keeping the commandments. We can better govern our green pastures. Concept number four. He leadeth me beside the still waters. I love the phrase still waters. The full phrase is beside the still waters. He is referring to a safe path, the straight and narrow path. It also comes to mind the famous story of the apostles on the sea fighting the fierce waves. The ship is filling with water and they're about to sink. Mark 4. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this? that even the wind and the sea obey him. I often think of an experience my father had. Hurricane Hugo leaped across land and landed on Charlotte, North Carolina. He woke up terrified. He knelt by his bed and prayed. A peace came over him and he went back to sleep. However, the hurricane continued through the night. The next morning, he discovered that his roof was destroyed and had to be replaced and debris filled his yard. Yet during the storm, he felt that calm voice Peace be still. This also reminds me of the beautiful hymn, Be still my soul, the Lord is on my side. When I was a small boy, a neighborhood bully wouldn't let me go home. We were only 100 yards from my house. A narrow path led straight to my back door, but when I started on the path, he threatened to hit me with a handful of rocks. He was older, larger, and much stronger. I was no match for him. I hesitated. I could see my house so plainly. A thought came over me. He has no right to keep me from going home. In great fear, I ignored his threat and started on the path. I walked normally. I didn't run. I didn't look back. With everyone watching, as promised, he threw the rocks. I knew they were arching over my head, but still I didn't run and I didn't veer from the path. I anticipated the shower of rocks falling on my head. As the rocks came down, however, they parted just above my head on either side of me and fell harmlessly to the ground. I felt their presence and heard their fall, and I saw many bouncing harmlessly away, but I was uninjured. The bully was so astonished, he quit. I heard him exclaim, Did you see that? Coincidentally, a pure stream of water gurgled out of the ground a short ways away and ran by our house. Without looking back, I walked safely home by the still waters. But we may also think of the still waters as a peaceful environment, a place of refuge, a quiet place, a safe place, a peaceful place a sacred place of our own choosing, where the world is temporarily shut out and we can commune with God through prayer, scripture, or meditation. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.